Welcome to English as a Second Language podcast number 13. Welcome to English as a Second Language podcast episode 13. My name is Dr. Jeff McQuillan, Senior Researcher at the Center for Educational Development. We're coming to you from Los Angeles, California, and we welcome all our new listeners. If this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, please go to our website, www.eslpod.com. That's www.eslpod.com for more information on how you can get the most out of these podcasts. Today's podcast is going to be about dining out. Our last podcast, number 12, we talked about me going to my favorite Italian restaurant here in Los Angeles. And we went to the restaurant, we sat down, and we were just ready to order. We were getting ready to order our meal. And that's where we're going to continue today. If you haven't heard pod number 12, it's okay. You'll still understand the story. If you want to hear the first part of the story, go to our website and you can download it there. Now let's get started. I love coming to this Italian restaurant. The appetizers and desserts are to die for. When the waiter came to our table to take our order, my friend ordered a lobster ravioli dish, and I ordered my favorite lasagna. The waiter asked us, would you like soup or salad with that? My friend said yes. I passed on both. The vibe in the restaurant is pretty laid back, not at all uptight like you find in some of the ritzier restaurants in Beverly Hills. The waitstaff is courteous, although sometimes the hostesses can be a bit snooty. Anyway, when our meal arrived, everything was cooked to perfection. Since I didn't order any appetizers, soup, or salad. I was starved. Even though I was really hungry, I tried not to gobble down my food too quickly. I didn't want my friend to think I was a pig. But even though I tried not to, I still overate. When the waiter asked if we wanted any dessert or after-dinner drinks, I just couldn't resist getting the apple-filled crepes. They are the best. When we got our check, my friend and I split the bill, as we're accustomed to do. I frankly prefer to go Dutch when I eat out with friends. So that was the end of a really great meal. Now I have to hit the gym if I'm going to lose any of this extra weight I gained from eating that lasagna.
Now let's talk about some of the vocabulary that I used during my discussion. At the beginning, I said that the appetizers and desserts are to die for. The expression to die for means that they're absolutely wonderful. They're great. They're excellent. It's the best. We usually use this expression when talking about a food or a type of food that we really like. Of course, this expression, to die for, isn't meant to be taken literally. We are not really going to die for some food, but it's so good that we could die for it. The waiter came to take our order, and that's the expression we use, to take your order. So you might, for example, say, excuse me, could you ask the waiter to come over and take my order? If you needed to get service at your table, if you needed to have the waiter come to your table and he or she had not yet come. We also mentioned that the waiter offered us soup or salad. This is a common expression also. Uh, an appetizer or a soup or a salad is common, of course, before a meal. I said that, quote, I passed on both, unquote. In other words, I passed on means that I refused. I decided to not have any. I declined it. This is a common expression that we use not just for food, but anything that we don't want to do. It's somewhat informal. You can say, for example, um, I passed on going to the opera tonight. Instead, I'm going to stay home and watch television. Uh, you can, sometimes people will say, do you want to go to my friend's house? And you can respond, I pass, or simply pass. Again, that's an informal expression used mostly uh, among people, friends that you know. I mentioned that the vibe in the restaurant is pretty laid back. Vibe, V-I-B-E, means the atmosphere, the feeling, the general um, tone or way that you perceive the environment. We often talk about the vibe when we talk about a restaurant or a nightclub or a place where you would go dancing, that sort of thing. I said that it was pretty laid back, meaning it was very relaxed. And this is a informal expression. Uh, to be laid back means to be relaxed. Um, it's the opposite of uptight. I mentioned that this restaurant that I w went to was not at all uptight, meaning the people there were relaxed. They weren't getting anxious over anything. To be uptight means to be overly concerned, to 
be so concerned that you bother other people. We'll often say, don't be so uptight, which means don't be so anxious, don't be so worried about what is happening. I also mentioned that the restaurant was better than some ritzier restaurants in Beverly Hills. The term ritzy means expensive, very high class. That's a ritzy restaurant or that's a ritzy hotel. We usually say it about a restaurant or a hotel. I mentioned in talking about the wait staff and the wait staff means those who are waiters or those who are hosts and hostesses that they were courteous but sometimes the hostesses can be a bit snooty. To be snooty is to be think that you're better than someone else. To be snooty means that you don't associate, you don't hang around with, you don't talk to people who you don't think are your equal. It's a negative expression in describing someone. A couple of other expressions I used. I said that I was starved, meaning I was very hungry. Literally, to starve means to go without food and of course eventually you would die if you don't eat food. Here it just means very very hungry. We'll say that a lot. Again, somewhat informal expression. Let's go eat. I'm starved means I'm very hungry. I mentioned that I tried not to gobble down my food. To gobble down your food means to eat it very quickly. To eat it too quickly. That's why I said that I didn't want to gobble down my food in part because I didn't want my friend to think I was a pig. To compare yourself to a pig of course means that you, you eat too much. I mentioned that I still overate. To overeat means to eat too much. I still ordered some dessert, however, and I said in my discussion that they are the best, meaning they are the best possible. Finally, when we got our check, I said that my friend and I split the bill. Notice that I used two words there that mean the same thing, check and bill. In a restaurant, you can say check. For example, you can ask the waiter, excuse me, could we have our check now? Meaning you want the waiter to bring over the check. Check is the same as bill. It's usually just used, however, in a restaurant. The more general term, which you can also use in a restaurant, is bill. Could you bring our bill, please? in a restaurant is also acceptable. I mentioned that my friend and I were going to split the bill, meaning we each were going to pay 50% or whatever we ate. 
this uh, is called when you go out with someone to eat and each of you pays for your own meal is very common in the United States and the expression we used is to go Dutch Dutch D-U-T-C-H uh, refers of course to the Netherlands this is not meant to be an insult to people from the Netherlands but it is a very common expression meaning that each person pays for his own meal once again this expression we use specifically when talking about usually talking about restaurants finally I said because I ate so much I needed to drop some weight to drop weight means to lose weight so when someone loses weight we can say well look at him he lost 15 pounds you can also say look at him he dropped 15 pounds either expression is the same drop is perhaps a little bit more informal okay that's going to do it today for our ESL podcast I thank you all for listening remember if you want to hear some of our other podcasts you can go to our website www.eslpod.com we also encourage you to email us your comments questions to eslpod at eslpod.com eslpod at eslpod.com and let us know where you're listening from we've heard from many different countries in the last week We've heard from Japan, Taiwan, Italy, Switzerland, Austria, Australia, Mexico, France, Ireland, and Norway. So all over the globe. We'd love to hear where you're listening from and also your suggestions for future topics for ESL Podcast. Thank you again for listening and come back tomorrow for our next ESL Podcast. ESL Podcast is produced by the Center for Educational Development in Los Angeles, California. This podcast is copyright 2005.